What's up, everybody? Welcome to Hood Therapy. My name is Brandon. Hope your day is going pretty smooth. Tomorrow is going pretty good. And so today we have another guest host. And today's guest host is my guy, Alfonso. You might know him as Fonzie or the host from Diary of a Tired Black Man. Um, what? So without further ado, I'd like to introduce my guest host, Alfonso. How you doing, bro? Yes, yes. Peace, family, man. I'm good, man. I'm happy to be here. Happy to be graced in the Hood Therapy Podcast, man. So, you know, it's all love. Yeah, bro. I'm grateful to have you today, bro, as I think this is going to be a super important episode. No doubt. No doubt. I'm good. I'm, you know, I'm glad to be up on here, man, because um, every time we speak, it's always some good conversation. And I know you're not, um, you're not scared to speak on certain topics that other people will shy away from. So um, I'm looking forward to it. Right. Yeah, definitely. Same with you, bro. And um, if y'all interested, we actually did an episode on the Diary of a Tired Black Man podcast. Um, so if you're interested in that, go definitely check that out and some of his episodes as well. But before we get started, bro, why don't you tell the audience a little bit more about who you are? Yeah, so about myself, um, you know, made in Birmingham, UK by way of, you know, the Caribbean, JA, USA, um, you know, grew up in the UK, traveled around the world, um, been an artist, still an artist, you know, I'm a producer, um, produced music. So my experiences have been a very broad and very vast and I'm not just saying that from uh, my musical and artistic endeavors but even just from life experiences and stuff growing up so um I'm really trying to talk too much and oversell a bio or anything but you know I've had my experiences and my experiences within that have led me to um a create back into the world and give back into the world where I can you know by way of setting up Batter Online which is a independent um, black publication you know we produce media music events a whole bunch of stuff and within that ties in our podcaster which i host a podcast called diary of a tired black man I, I started that podcast myself so i could express some um, just thoughts and feelings on current events world issues and things that happen around us and, you know as another mode of expression for myself that is different to music because music sometimes you got to present it a certain way and it's always sort of layered in um, from an artistic or some may even say egoic standpoint. So um, the podcast, it kind of allowed people to hear me speak a bit more and allow me to speak a bit more and dive into some issues. So um, that's kind of the the short and skinny of myself. Um, come from a, you know, a musical and community related family and background too. So um, I put that in there. So, I'm just me, man. Yeah, bro, that's good junk, bro. And it's good that you seem like you have all platforms, like you said, the music and then the podcast. So music people that actually hear you on a, you know, on a, a public stance, but for people who actually want to know you personally, you know, you got the podcast as a resource to connect to those type of people. Exactly. So that's good to hear. And you know, just in term <clears throat> in terms of podcasts as well, I'm not just a you know somebody like to talk. I like to listen. I'm an avid listener to a lot of podcasts and intellectual conversations and stuff too so I want to you know tip my cat to what you doing because that's what sort of connected us to begin with and um I'm a huge fan of the hood therapy podcast too man and I think it's important what you're doing and um the topics and the conversations being discussed and you know the information being assimilated from you yeah bro same from you bro same for you you talk about a lot of important stuff on diary of a tired black man I think 
I think what, what really interested me with you is the fact that we can be from two totally different places around the world, literally across the world, but still have very similar mentalities, you know? Yeah. Yeah, no, that's real. But, um, yeah, so uh, today's episode is going to be mentality of marriage. And I think, I thought this was, was a super important episode because I wanted to, when it comes to marriage, people think about stuff differently, even just people in different states. So I just wanted to see as far as us in two different countries, two totally different places in the world, you know, to see what do we think about marriage and, you know, what do we, how do basically start discussing this type of stuff because I feel like this stuff is not really discussed, you know, when it comes to everyday life. And when it is, it's a lot of times it's down the line when it's probably, you know, a little, not necessarily too late, but when you could have, when, when we could have learned this stuff before, you know? Yeah, no, I mean, you know, that that's kind of really, you know, it's kind of interesting because I was, you know, recently in a relationship where the person I was with for years, they wanted to get married and stuff. And, you know, I guess you could say a part of me did too, but then it was, it was sort of me looking at the confines of a lot of the things and um, just some of the other stuff that came with it. And, um, which I think was kind of interesting because as you said, because it was, it's something for a lot of us, it isn't something that we, we, we know to a certain degree. I mean, we know weddings, we know marriages and stuff, but right. you know, this, I guess the sanctity of marriage and all these things isn't really embed, embedded into a lot of us uh, and stuff, but some people in their cultures, it is where it's, it's like the natural sort of thing to do. Right. You see them get married, you know, and, um, I used to even work, at one time I was working in a suit place and you used to get like a lot of young couples coming there and they coming in and buying suits to get married. And I was thinking, you know, I didn't think that much people got married, but um, these were like other nations and stuff like that. So I think for us and for our people and stuff, the idea of marriage or even the fundamentals behind it are probably lost or, or, or aren't understood or valued. I mean, you know, that ain't across the board completely, but... You know, even for myself, that's what I mean. You know, for my experience, it's slightly different because the person, she was of a different um, nationality and stuff. So then again, marriage means something different to them as well, too. You know what I mean? And I was like, well, you know, I want to be married to somebody and got act a certain way or this and that. So there's there's so much, I guess, stigma and even conversation that comes along with it. And then you get some people who say, well, you know, hey, we're married anyway, in principle or in theory. But I've, I've always been one of those people that I'd like to see that kind of stuff that people are saying marriage. If people just live like that anyway, then I'll probably be more inclined to marry, you know. <laughs> right, right, got, right, right. So speaking of, speaking of marriage, I know you say like some people say we could be married just by energy, just by us being around each other. What do you feel marriage is or when do we become married to others? Yeah, well, I think you just hitting the nail on the head saying energy, it, it definitely, I think, stands to reason for a lot of it. I think um, it's when we become entangled and bridled or, or connected with another uh, on an energetic level because it's the same thing. I don't think it's just these things are exasperated by other things. So it can be exasperated by, um, you know, sexual relations and, you know, just spending time around each other and stuff. But it's like it's a I definitely think it's an energy thing and when you do some of these other things it kind of ties in deeper and you know you right. mean, you then form certain bonds you know it's like when people say 
the different people you sleep with and all that stuff, you you know, it builds some kind of etheric bond and stuff like that with them. So um, I think marriage is one of those things. But I think like most things, you got two sides to it. It's like, say, religion and spirituality or, you know, mystery God and, and actual God. So you always got the mysterious side of things and then you got the side of things where it can be useful, I guess. So I think even with marriage, there's a lot of mystique about it where it's, it's, it's all sort of like, um, not like a fable, but or like ideas. It sounds ideal. And I think a lot of people tie, buy into the idealism of a lot of the things. And, um, but in terms of finding an actual companion, somebody that you match with and, and really become married together in that sense where you, you know, you sort of bonded and connect. I think that's a lot rarer nowadays because some people just right. want to get married just to be with somebody and stuff as well, you know? So some people just want to couple mm. up. Some say that's a part of society. That's what we all should be doing. But, um, I don't know when me, when it comes to marriage, I feel there gotta be a certain, a real certain kind of, not even just spark, because you can you can have a spark that keep you with somebody, but you know if you live in a certain way, I think you know marriage is you gotta have you know a next level of fire burning, man. Right, right, and that's this that's crazy because you tapped on a few things that I think um, are super important when it comes to marriage, and um, one being there's different types of different types of closeness, different types of intimacy when it comes to people. And I think a big part of a big part of that is like you said, energy because either way, like whether it's a you know, a platonic relationship, so like with a friend or a best friend or something like that, you know, or whether it's like an actual relationship, you know, where you are actually intimate with the person, I think it all lies in the intimacy. But I do think that, you know, I don't know, because it's kinda hard to now that I think about that it's kinda hard to say, but I, I think that once you do have sex with somebody, that's the that's kind of when it comes to um, being one with somebody. That's the, the the final thing that you have to do to really tie the knot. You know, I don't really necessarily uh, believe that you know having a whole big ceremony is going to make you you know be with somebody forever or something like that. Because you got to think about it. If you never if you didn't love the person before you got married to them, then what would make you love them after? Exactly. So I think a big part of that is really just like you said, being connected with somebody who actually finding a connection that's lifelong. Like, you know, more than a spark, a connection, you know, exactly. where it's more than just, I feel like a spark is just a one thing. Like, it's just, you know, y'all might have sparked in one way or another. But when y'all connect in several different areas and kind of make it hard for y'all to separate, you know, hence y'all becoming one. Once you become one, no, you're right. And, and, you know, even just to touch on that, I think that's a great point, what you made about the spark, because, you know, sparks generally intend to always die out and um, can be quite flash in the pan. And that's sort of where I was driving that. And you, you sort of hit the nail on the head with just the aspect of um, oneness. And, and, and not even just that, you want to be, I think, you know, the search should be for love. And some say that, um, you know, the greatest love you're going to find is inside yourself. And, um, and even that love of self before you can love others. and Because you can meet somebody who truly don't love their self and you could be dispensing all this love to them and it only end up having a negative impact on you anyway. So um, the thing is, a lot of marriages that people are in are even quite loveless. And we see that nowadays, especially in the UK, we see in lockdown, we're hearing a lot of um, 
there's been rates of, you know, domestic violence and stuff going up and, and, and all these things because a lot of people, they actually hate each other or they dislike each other because hey, <clears throat> both poles are the same thing anyway. And, you know, you can, you can rapidly go from one extreme of it to another. And that's where I think the understanding comes in. Because if you were somebody who truly loved you and truly want to understand you, then they would then see through those sorts of things and shortcomings and be able to, you know, sort of polarize the energy and deal with you the right way. And that's when you're able to work together and, you know, work on a relationship, work on a marriage, work on, you know, a partnership and sustain it. But I think nowadays most people, they just out for what they can get from the situation. So it's like, if you marry somebody based on that, because the fact that, you know, you have great sex or you think your intimacy is great when you're in the bedroom, but when you're outside of the bedroom, yeah, hardly got much to say to each other, you know what I mean? Do, right. Do you right. get a plan for the future? Do you, you know, do can you speak to that person truly about, you know, the things that's going on in your head and, and whether they don't understand all of it, but can they receive it? Can you have those conversations? Can, you know, you you set certain other things forward? Because, um, you know, I think there's a lot more to it that's always um, generally left out because people are caught up in the, you know, the excitement. And as you said, sometimes the initial spark of meeting somebody and, you know, somebody bringing, you know, some love or some hope back to their life and stuff. Right. Right. Now, that's true, bro. That's true. And you spoke on something that was super true, talking about um, um, the last thing that you were just saying, people bringing in some, some hope or some type of spark to somebody else's life. And I think a lot of times um, going into that, that might be why as far as um, marriages, as that might be why a lot of them don't last, you know, because a lot of us are seeking healing, you know. We are seeking healing from the wrong places, you yeah. know. And so once you get involved with a person and you get so attached with them, I mean, some people might help you heal because they feel like that's best for you and they want to see you do great. And other other people feel like it's not their their not really their position to be doing that, you know. And I feel that's where a lot of uh, stuff comes with because we all trying to honestly, we all trying to heal, right? We all trying to get whatever trauma that we have. We all trying to, you that know, hood, fix whatever bad stuff we need that, that, went, that happened to us. <laughs> It's like we all trying to fix that. We all trying to fix this stuff. And I think with a partner, they are supposed to help you on, you know, certain things. But I think that a lot of times when it comes to this, you know, a lot of people put a lot of pressure on their partners to be just that knight in shining armor or, you know, that perfect woman. When a lot of times, bro, we not that. Well, know? I think I think even with the girls, because I mean, even in my situation, I felt, you know, a lot of the females do that. This female, she was so nice. She was nice in her way. But, you know, there was ways where they, they want to put the pressure on you to get married to be a certain kind of, not even to just fit a certain mold, but you know what I mean? And it's like, right. I don't really... To be what you wanted to be. Yeah, you know, but you got to live how you got to live, you know. And that's the All thing. Right. Some, some people, they... um. They they want to be attached to you in that way too as well. So it depends how you were raised. Some people were raised in a household where they their parents were married. That's what they see. That's what they know. So it it ain't much different to them. They want similar, and it's not you know saying anything's wrong with that. But then there's a lot of people at the same time who wasn't brought up seeing that they was raised in for the most part single parent households, or even if they they knew their parents, they probably seen them whatever, but they didn't see that functionality of even their parents coexisting and working together. You know, some people, right. 
keeping that. So um, what they look for is a lost love. And, and like he says, sometimes and that kind of healing, and you can find that in somebody that can bring some love into your life and, um, you know, open up the heart chakra and things of that nature. But um, sometimes it can be limited because, you know, that, that, that deeper connection may, may not be there. You could just be connecting on them based on, something that's missing within yourself and then once you sort of kind of come into that understanding you you could be looking at a person and thinking well you know we don't actually right. we don't actually get on or we don't have much in common and stuff and um but then some say these are things that need to be worked on because marriages are things that need to be worked on too you know do people get together and, and work on being together and, and keeping things fresh and healthy or the people just i think a lot of people mainly just get together and it's like you get together and you just in each other's lives. One person gets enters the other person's life more than the other because one person will sort of have a world that exists. Generally, the guy and the, and the girl will kind of come into that world. And, and, you know, some, I guess, beta males, it might be the other way around. They may get into a female's world and, you know, and some females, they, they could be wily and they could get a guy to their world without them knowing and they still pulling the strings. But, um, right. My point is, though, that's generally how I see a lot of relationships go, even a lot of ones that I've been in more so than having that steady sort of understanding and direction. Like um, some say even we take not even relation, a marriage, we say relationship. It's like a, a ship and, and each ship has to have um, a course, a destination, a direction. Otherwise, you're just drifting. And I think drifting is, is, is the major cause to not just destruction in marriages and stuff, but destruction in, in most ways period when you know just drifting through life man right 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 bro that's all true bro and i think a big part of that is doing the soul searching early you know so testing the spirit um going to the scriptures talking about testing the spirit you know testing the friend and testing the friend also means testing a woman testing a man you know testing your potential husband and wife because I think the worst thing that we can do is see the signs. You know, we can see that something may not be someone or something may not, not be the best for us, but still stick around it. You know, ignore the signs and still act like everything is cool. And, you know, like you say, a big part of that is understanding where you want to go and who you want to go there with. So once you just kind of drifting off and dating, you know, that's, that's a big problem when it comes to relationships. Is that people don't really know what they want or who they want it from, but just, they just know from experience what other people have, what looks good, you know, what sounds good in society, you know, they just go with that. But I think a big part of being, a big part of being in a relationship is actually understanding what you want. And sometimes you got to compromise on that stuff, you know, so you may not get um, all the stuff that you want, but that's not to say that to compromise. I mean, like small compromise, not compromise on major stuff, you know, where it's like, you don't want nobody who, disrespect their parents and then you find somebody who do it and you're trying to brush that. Not that type of stuff. But you know the small stuff. You know, like they may not look, the, they might not be the most attractive to you or, you know, they may not be the most talkative to you or that type of stuff. Like the small stuff, I think it's important to take heed of this stuff, you know, and understand who we're getting ourselves into, especially when it comes to having sex. Because once you once you really align that energy with somebody, um, you really don't know what type of energy they bring into you. Like you really don't know what type of what type of trauma they have or what type of demons they have on it. Like, so I think it's really about just being mindful about, you know, what we doing and who we doing it with, because at the end of the day, it's way bigger than just the sex. Yeah, no, I think that's real. And I think that's one thing that's definitely seldomly spoken about, especially within guys and stuff as well as, um, 
you know, because there's always a huge emphasis on, you know, going out there and, and, and finding these females and getting these, this, 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 this action, I should say. Um, I, I did actually a podcast the other day with uh, one of my homies and we was actually talking about just modern day relationships and stuff like that. And it, it sort of ties in somewhat because we was just saying that, um, A, one of the points we made is there's, there's so many options to, I guess, the modern female today nowadays with like the internet and so much mediums for attention and stuff and um not only that but you know there's a heightened um just culture around you know hooking up sex all that stuff dating you know you got apps all that sort of stuff but like we were saying there's not much education out there in in terms of you know steering people in the right direction or, or a positive direction correct or a positive direction or a direction of just you know more understanding of what they're getting themselves involved into sometimes because as you said you know some people talk about um you know soul ties and stuff and um or even just when you sleep with somebody the, I, I remember back in the game man, when I used to, I also, I, I, you know, I used to, shit, I used to make sure I had my baths and certain things after and, and certain things and, you know, things of that nature because, you know, do you have these things even in your own mind? Some people, they, they completely unconscious. They just hooking up with everybody thinking it's all good like that. And that you, you kind of take aspects of the people that you've been with, especially mm. if you've been with them over a long or an extended period of time. And, um, as you said, some people are very good at pretending. Some people, they're good at blocking things out. Some people have their own issues, you know, pertaining to, you know, childhood traumas or, or even, as you said, demons or any kind of things attached to them. And you could be taking on a lot of that stuff without realizing or realizing when it's too late. Now, um, you know, it's not, not to say things are doom and gloom, but at the same time, I think... Um, you know, as you said, where it comes, there's more to it than just, you know, sex. And there's a lot of focus on that. And I think even marriages, a lot of people, they just want to get married to somebody for a steady supply of sex. I done met women where I straight feel like they'll marry me just for that. Because right. They, you know, and that's something that we don't really speak about. You know, that's something that we don't really, especially as men, it's something that we don't really speak about. Because I guess it's kind of seeing normal in society. You know, you a man, you getting this, you going that, whatever, whatever. Yeah, but yeah, it's it's like once you once you see that your worth is nothing more than that or money, you know, it's just like what the, what what can anybody really say to you, you know? Because it's like people saying like you, it's like on the outside, it look like you got all this work from your man and all this other stuff, but if you're not feeling that in the inside, then it's never going to feel real. You yeah, know? yeah, exactly, and that's the thing where you talk about, you know, the marriage and that to make. You know, everybody got their ways. Some people, um, you know, you meet some people, they'll buy, you know, they'll buy you nice things. They'll take you to dinner and stuff. They'll, you know, they'll keep you at a comfortable sort of level. So, um, you know, they can do all that nice stuff, but at the same time, they, they can know what they want from you. So, like, people can do things to get things, you know. And some females, you know, some guys are like that too, but some females be like that too, where they, um, they smart, they know what they're out for. They may not come out and say, it, and they would, you know, they would play the game and get what they, get what they want, you know, so. Right. Now that's true. 
But um, you spoke about something about soul ties, and I wanted to ask you, how did you feel about soul ties? Is that something that you believe in, or something that you think is, I mean, you know, here and there? I, I believe there's, you know, there's there's various aspects to it. You know, there's there's the aspect of, you know, like twin flames and twin souls and that sort of stuff, and the aspects of soul ties where some say soul ties ain't nothing more than other souls that we've made agreements with on the higher plane prior to even not embarking upon this germ that we're in now. So, um, and that, that, that doesn't necessarily have to be of a sexual nature. It can be, it doesn't have to be, it could be platonic. It could be, you know, it could be a relative. It could be just somebody in your life and stuff. So there's, there's that, there's that sort of aspect of soul ties. And, um, and some of them, there's the aspect of some say, you know, you could have a soul tie that's your nemesis. On a mm. high on a higher level, but they can meet you down here and play you like a play you like a fiddle <laughs> and make you think right. you're all good and stuff. And you think this is somebody that you should be married to or in a relationship with because you got such a, a, a strong connection. It can't really be explained, but it's it's like um, you know they here to to cause you some disruption. But you've probably made the agreement, some say prior, or you know, or maybe you caused them disruption in some other life, and now they're gonna cause you in this life. So the whole soul ties thing kind of get deep because um, you've got those kind of aspects of it, and then you've got the aspects of sort of like the, you know, the imprint of a tie where you you ex- you make certain exchanges with people, you know, energetic exchanges, sexual exchanges, all that sort of stuff, and um you can then develop like ties like an etheric cord between each other, which is, um, mm-hmm. you know, subconscious or unconscious of like um, telepathic in a sense. It's just, you know, most people ain't firing at the levels to, to, to fire it and knowingly do it. So um, right. you have those kind of ties and those kind of connections there, but some say, you know, doesn't go instantly. And it's like, that's one thing even like nowadays, because some people, they will be with somebody for like, a good amount of years and then, you know, just get with somebody else. And sometimes they're not really looking at it or understanding that they still carry some of those ties with them. Right. You know, a lot of people don't really take the time to then heal with they self or deal with they self or even just detox the energy of the person that was around them. You know, so a lot of that's important, man. So I think that's like, sometimes it's, it's, it's kind of multifaceted. Right. And I think with soul ties, like I say, I think it's different types of ties. Like I think it's platonic ties and I think it's romantic or intimate ties. Um, and so with them, like I, I do think that, like you say, I do think that once you become involved with a person, especially more, more than one person, you know, you start moving around. It's kind of like you hold hold those bad ties on you. And, you know, you it's kind of like they just get passed around, you know, like. It's crazy because people be talking about, like, I'm scared of STDs and I'm scared of this and I'm scared of that. But me, bro, I'm scared of soul ties. I'm not necessarily scared of them, but just not understanding because a lot of times once you have a soul tie, all you is subconscious. You don't really understand that you have it. I mean, you know, it's kind of like know, a part of you. That stuff so goes like, deep, man. The fact that people just passing, yeah. yeah you can, you can, you can, you can, I mean, you can, you can hook up with a broad that, um, you know, used to get abused by a, a baby father or something, and um, now you be hooking up and it be all fun. 
But you know, right. months down the line or years down the line, you may exhibit some of those some tendencies or qualities that you didn't pick up from her. So yeah, you're definitely right. Where it's it's um it's definitely things that people should think about and consider. Um, you know, in today's society, they kind of promote people to hook up and you know have relations and, and all of that. So. And there's, you know, nothing further is really taught around the area. So it's like, I'll be honest, I've been with some chicks and I, if I'm with a female and she, you know, I was with a female before and she damn near wanted it all the time. And not even all the time, like she could, she, she wanted it all the time, but she could make it look good. So as, you know, as much as, she, you know, she wanted it all the time, but she would do all the other stuff around it to make sure she kind of get it, if that makes sense. It should do all the, if there's stuff that I need to be doing in the house, she do all the stuff that need the house, whoop to woo she like, you know, take care of it. But I always felt like that's the main thing she want. <laughs> and, and you know that because some females, they never say no, which is quite rare. I done been with other, right. with other females that you've been in a relationship with and they say no sometimes. And when I say some of them that never say no, they always still kind of find a way to initiate it. They be on the, you know, they be laying right by you on the sly and, you know, they hang on touchy dick or something or they gonna do something and go like, right. It's like they got their ways, you know? They, they got their ways. These And some of them, they, they, they that wily where I say, they know what they really about. And they gonna play, they gonna do what, what's necessary to get what they want, man. So, um, and sometimes you gotta look at it like that because especially for a guy, you know, all that kind of blood and, and, and shit and that be rushing from your brain down and, and you know, and, um, that got to be saved up. Like, we want to be talking about raising up, you know, um, the crystals oil and right. all these things. And, and you know, we want to be talking about certain other things, so, which we can go into it, you know, in different uh, different point. But point being, you know, it's not necessarily a good thing. And this is why... I was loving even in like revelations where, you know, I take the stuff that apply to even my own life and that and experience is a great teacher, man. And um, they say in revelations, um, you know, there's a quote about the, the not even the Jezebel, there's a quite a few Jezebel ones, but it speaks about the woman who, who you know, who would tempt, would tempt, tempt the saints and the prophets, man, and um, call them to fornication and stuff. And, um, but you know everything's written man so at the same time it's like you know there's 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 stories out there to kind of let you know these things as a guy then it's your responsibility to be on point you know what i mean so um the only crazy thing nowadays is you just gotta be careful because these girls they got so much options so you you ain't be they be creeping down that's something crazy Right. It's all about watching yourself, bro. Honestly, like, honestly, that's all it's about is watching yourself and making sure that you're getting into the right things. Because like you say, man, like, like, like people be knowing what they be doing. You know, people be knowing what type of actions that they be making in there, you yeah. know, when they I mean, mess up and all that other type of stuff. I mean, some people know a lot, man. I mean, are, you know, people, even with slightly off topic, but even talking about this plane of existence that we're in. Some people know a lot, man, and what they ain't gonna come out and say is often more than what they are gonna are gonna say. And these are people who talk a lot. You know, I know people who um they dabble. You know, I was with the chick before, and she was um 
a different race and not, and they, you know, I remember somebody said to me at one point, I reckon if she knew some of that Kama Sutra shit, they, you know, they will use that to try and keep you around. Cause the thing is, mm. this shit, this shit sounds like kind of, but even we just talking into spirit science and certain things, certain people are still more informed in certain practices and arts and stuff. And, and, you know, even, um, like occult teachers and shit, there's a lot of these things that some of these other people are into and know that an occult ain't nothing but hidden. And, you know, so, um, they know some of these people, they know some stuff, man. Like some girls, they right. know to, to work some science on you in the bedroom and keep you coming back, man. Um, like the craft and shit. So, um, yep, and they bury your drawers in the backyard. You can't leave the you can't leave your house like Red Fox said. <laughs> right, right. Red Fox said. So, how you feel about? <laughs> uh, all right. So, I'm about to say, how you feel about like um, when it comes to emotional? How do you feel about being intimate? when like a person that a person has like emotional blocks so for instance a person that wasn't necessarily loved like they was not necessarily they wasn't loved but they were supposed to well maybe they didn't get the hugs and the kisses and you know all the extra stuff that uh, most people get but when it comes to a relationship that's something that's kind of required you know yeah, what would you I, say to them people i mean that's the thing with that is that's what i mean it gotta be real man and, and that's that's one of my whole thing is and especially it kind of hard in, in in this kind of society you know even discerning real from fake because everything's so skewed nowadays but my whole thing's always about being real man and um the thing is that's a real thing what you mentioned there's a lot of people who have kind of grown up those ways and experienced it and what i've experienced and even come across myself sometimes a lot of people like that get used because some people like that they got big hearts then and they become empaths and empathic to others which makes them easy for emotional manipulation especially even from narcissists narcissists you know so um the thing so this is why i say it come down to being real because at the end of the day if you're real and you meet somebody and they kind of lack in certain love in a certain way, you're going to be real enough to give them and, and, you know, and give them in the right sort of way. And, and, you know, they will hopefully receive it. Now, nothing ain't going to change overnight, but from you've got certain understandings and, and a certain level of realness between you, you should be able to understand, even if a person's acting a certain way, you might know, okay, they got certain emotional blocks or intimacy blocks there. You're going to be real enough to work work them through it and what you know they should be real enough to allow you to work through it with them you know what i mean but when it's like about some other sucker ish and that realness ain't there it's usually just one person manipulating the situation and that's one thing that we didn't really discuss but it, it happened a lot you know because um right. people you people it's just life you know people play on others in different ways you know um so even with that being said, a lot of people who have those intimate issues, and I've seen it and experienced it in my own, you know, ways in life. As I said, a lot of them are very empathetic as well to others. So they put themselves out there when they do, but they just want to see that realness back from the person in a way so they know, A, they they um, appreciate it and the stuff's reciprocated in the right way. You know, they may just want to know you got some, and it's tough because you can have somebody and their intentions may be good and they could be doing a lot of good things. But if somebody's that kind of way and they've got certain blocks, they need to know that something's real or more than just kind of just, you know, throwing something at them or showing them in a way you got to um, reach them and understand with them. You know what I mean? So, um, and I think if you're real about somebody, you will do that. Otherwise you shouldn't be, wanting to really be with them because otherwise all you're doing down is just creating 
more confusion in the person's own mind, in your, your own mind, in the situation. And I think that's the problem when people ain't real. Like it create confusion. Right. Like you say, nobody ain't perfect. I done been with people in the past where it's like, I ain't been perfect, I just been me. And then they done probably pull some, some shit, even in some relationship that went left field or went a different direction. And, you know, they point the finger and say, you this, you that. And then when, lo and behold, you might look back at it and you say, well, at the end of the day, you just kept it 100 and you was yourself. But there was something that where they didn't keep it real on or something. And then that's where, you know, oftentimes things fall down because, you know, I believe if you're real about something, you're going to do it, man, and it's going to show. Right. Right, definitely, bro. And that's that's true, man. That's true. Just being about with you know, and 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 something that you spoke on was just um, was really just being there for your significant other. I'm not saying be there for somebody who them cheating on you and doing you wrong and that type of stuff, but for stuff that people actually want to change, stuff that people want to better themselves in. You know, it's only right that we are there to to give aid to you know our significant others because. We come, like, we, we have strength, you know, and, and our significant other has strength. But we don't understand what our true strength is unless we put it together. Exactly. And so I think a big part of that in a relationship is being able to, you know, when one is down, not really laughing at them, you know, but helping them out, you know, trying to figure out what's up. How can we how can we be better after this, you know? Like, I feel like it's, it's super important to just have that understanding once it comes to a relationship or even a marriage, you know, because... It's a lot of stuff that you may not necessarily agree with. Like you say, it may be a lot of arguments that you get in. You may not necessarily disagree with your significant other. But just to understand is, man, more than more than anything, honestly, you know, just to hear them out, that's a big part of it too. Compromise. You know, you're not going to win every argument. You're not going to be right every time. And even when you is right, sometimes you just got to chill out, you know? Yep. Yeah, no, that makes sense. And, um, and that's what it is. It's having that real other that you, you want to be with, man. And, um, Whereas we said you want that that unity to be based off something real as opposed to be based off a, a ideal scenario in in society where it's um you know just to fit into an image because then right. you, you know you're missing a lot of those ideals where if you think you're just gonna get married have two point four children and you know the big white house with the picket fence and all of that but um as we know that, you know, the modern family, even the image of the modern family has changed a lot nowadays. So um, there's a lot to it, man. And even one of the things I discussed even recently, which sort of time with this is, it, you know, we, we disseminated our interracial relationships and, and couplings and stuff. And, you know, even that, that's a, that's a whole different paradigm than itself when we look at even just marriages, because sometimes then, you know, what does that, bring does it bring um you know more peace and unity and stuff or does it bring then more issues with with other families and other races and stuff like that which we see a lot of times i know things have changed a lot in 2020 but at the same time some things still pervade quite the same so um and we still see there's a huge level of just cultural and racial and divide and stuff so um when we even think about marriage and stuff like that on that level it's um is it more, I think the it seems to be more accepted than maybe in some other cultures when that, when uh, there's integration, if there's marriage involved. Sometimes I've, I've noticed, I guess. 
and that meant, you know, some kind of um, institutionalized form of marriage, not like, you know, we can just be together with wherever tired stuff. And, and, you know, some say that's where marriage is, is a whole political thing in that as well, or can be so. Um, right. So what do you think, what's some questions that you think we should be asking when it comes to, or what do you think we should be trying to pay attention to when it comes to, because I know you've been in a few relationships and you probably didn't watch a few things, you probably didn't figure things out. So what should the younger brothers or the younger sisters when it comes to a relationship, what should they be looking for? I mean, I'd say for anybody sort of um, a pay attention to pay attention to yourself. I'd say you know my my best advice to anybody would be pay attention to yourself just as much, if not more, mm. as as you pay attention to your significant other. Because I think sometimes what can happen with us in society and just in life is we can spend a lot of time on. Um, externalizing our novels, especially when we're around them in high volumes of time or we're in interaction with them a lot and stuff. So um, never sort of lose focus on yourself. And when I say that, not from a selfish standpoint, I mean it from a standpoint of um, understanding your own mind and your own issues and your own thought process and your own sort of being, because the better you sort of have that understanding of self, the more comfortable you will be to share it with somebody else in the right sort of way if they were being stuff for it so but by watching yourself and having that sort of understanding of yourself you'll be kind of one step up then i'd say the second step is definitely watching them and when i say watching them just like really watch them sort of um you ain't got to rush into nothing but you know really get behind why they sort of want to be with you some people i've always been maybe some may say too trepidatious well, my thing's always like, why do you want to be with me? Like, not like, why do you want to be with me? Right, that's like, me, that's me. Like, what's, I was really like, you trying to steal my soul or something. Maybe I didn't look into too much stuff or something. But, um, yeah, I, I digress though. But but even that, you know, same sort of thing, just really sort of getting behind. Because at the end of the day, you could you could have your own issues. You could have your own intimacy issues. You could have your own emotional issues. You could have your own issues that are um, on unexplored within yourself that could just be brought to the forefront from a relationship that, you know, some may say it's just a learning tool anyway, but for a circumstance, you may not have necessarily needed. So you may be able to save yourself some, um, some drama, but at the same time, life's for learning. So, you know, you got to go through sometimes these bad relationships or even just relationships in general to, um, just have your experiences. I think nowadays there's so much, not too much emphasis on things. I think people should just be able to, um, you know, if you want to be with somebody cool, if you don't cool, you know, y'all should still be cool. Like, not like free bed, like hippies, but I think, you know, sometimes there'd be a lot of animosity people build up afterwards and all that stuff. You know, understandable in some circumstances the way our things may end. But um, yeah, I think, you know, people just got to be a bit more, loose about the whole thing and not you know when it's time to be serious really be serious but do do the calculations understand things and most importantly is well, I have a plan like if you're gonna be with somebody then if it ain't somebody that you can really sit down there with and plan and if you are somebody that really wants to make a plan and every time you're trying to sit down and kind of make a plan with them you know, they either take the conversation elsewhere or go elsewhere or you end up in the bedroom or this that ever like then they probably ain't really the person for you in the long run either because if you can't really take those moments and ain't got those moments of time to really like, 
you know, plan where life's going. Like, you know, you got to understand and think of, like, you know, at a basic human level, you know, and say, okay, well, if, you know, there weren't no internet and weren't no this and that and all these other distractions and it was just like, you know, man meet woman or whatever, you're going to be together and you got however much years or units of time to live and roam this planet, then, you know, a part of that will be not like just taking every day as it comes, but you're going to have some kind of plan or some direction like to do some, sh- there's going to be some kind of productive movement, you know what I mean? That's how the civilizations and, and all the shit was built, we know now. So um, point being, you got to be with somebody that you can do that with as well, man. And if you can't really do that, it's most likely a young thing. You know, if you can grow into it, nothing ain't perfect. Give people their chance, be patient with them. But um, don't forget your own worth and your own values at the same time because you can sell yourself short sometimes trying to um, be there for other people or trying to please other people mm. out for them. Okay. Yeah. Nah, bro, that's facts. I'm telling you straight facts. My, oh, my goodness. Yes, that, that's that's super true, bro. Like, you really have to – and it's something that you said that was really important. It's paying attention to you because – I think that we start to really lose ourselves, like you say, when we get involved in other people, especially once you're in a certain person's space, you know, every day, it's kind of like the, your hopes and wants and dreams kind of fade away if you don't really put too much emphasis on them. And so I think that's super important as far as being in a relationship, just knowing, um, just, just, just knowing who you are and staying that person, you know, not to necessarily say be so strict on everything, but at the same time, just know exactly what is what's on your mind, what's in your head, you know, and where you want things to go. Because, like you said earlier, a ship that's just going, that's just sailing, man, it's it's what's what good is it doing, you know? Yeah. So it's like we just have to have a. It, it just seems like it's it's really with just like with life in general, everything. It seems like it's just about your mentality, you know, how you think about stuff, how you perceive stuff, and how you act on things. And so, and once that is straight, um, I think I think a big mistake that we uh, that we make when it comes to dating is rushing it, you know, and trying to have stuff be what it is, what we want it to be, and when it's not, it's kind of a problem. And so, I think a big part of that is understanding that, um, especially now during these years, these are the years that we should probably be. Well, no, me only being twenty one. This is the year. Not to say to just go bug wild or nothing like that, but is just really explore Hawaii, you know, explore these different places around the world, you know, and that type of stuff. Because, it, like, a relationship, it's not to say that you should wait until 30 or 40 to, be in the, to really settle down, but at the same time, though, make sure that you have a balance of fun, you know, and everything else that go on in your life. You know, because it's like, once you jump into stuff a little too early, it's, it's only prone to crash. Yep. But this, you know, that's it sometimes, and um, I think that's it. Sometimes people want to put, um, that's why I was saying don't be too serious sometimes in that because, um, you know, be serious about your health and about your life and stuff. But um, some people want to put a serious slight on some relationships too soon. Right. You know, um, where you, you could be, you know, spending time getting to know each other, you know, take a few vacays and stuff. And, um, you know, and another thing I'd say is that, you know, especially in today's times, I think the more quiet, is kept you can kind of keep your relationship you know after socials and sort of things like that it can work into okay. you. it can work in your advantage but then again to say that you know you damned if you do you damned if you don't because you know you could be 
you could have a female and you ain't engaging with her socials and stuff. And but why you ain't engaging with her socials? She got 10, 20 dudes blowing her up and telling her how she this and she she you know. <laughs> and and most females, I'm right. honest, that you know, some guys too, but most just want attention. And this is what we was kind of exploring on our podcast because can you aptly not sort of rear a woman but when you think about you know even as we was mentioned before mentioning the questions upbringing generations you know let's say 50 years ago where women were more not necessarily submissive but they still took the lead of where the man was trying to direct why you be doing that nowadays some of them they just want that attention they're taking that attention from somebody giving them elsewhere so um it's it's a dirty game out here bro It is, no, it is, and that's all. That's all. Why you gotta pay attention to the soul search? Pay attention in them early times, the first few weeks, because nine times out of ten, people gonna show who they truly are. They gonna show you, you know, subconsciously. And once they really don't know you, once they really don't have those feelings and emotions attached to you, it's harder for them to hide who they truly are. Exactly. Yeah. Because it's like they have nothing to protect. They have nothing to lie about. You know, this is me type shit. So it's just about being mindful. but this is it, and that's where, you know, you asked about just, you know, what we would say. And that's the main thing. It's like even I mentioned earlier, we started the podcast and stuff. It was, you know, not just where we can shoot the breeze and talk on certain things, but I wanted a platform to um, even give the game to a lot of the youngsters where they can they can tap in and, and, and understand a lot of things as well, you know what I mean? Right. So, yeah, yeah, bro. Because the game, the game don't change. It stays the same, you know, and it's... um. Even some of the stuff we speak about been going on through eons of time in different ways, especially just the whole um, male-female dichotomy and, and functionality right. and relationships. Right. So what would you say, what is some advice that you have to, it may, it could be a younger you or it could be a younger audience member or, I mean, it don't have to even be relationship advice. It could be any type of advice. What advice would you say? I mean, I always said to myself, if I had advice to a younger me, or I would feel like, you know, if I had anybody as such over me that was older male that said sort of like, yo, F these broads, you know, you focus on you and focus on this or focus on that and, you know, get to these broads after or maybe have a little fun with some of these broads, but don't seriously try and entertain any of them just yet at this stage in your life. I wish, you know, right. I, I wish somebody had said some shit like that to me earlier. <laughs> no, that's, that's so, powerful, um, bro. So, so that going to be some of my advice. And that more for the for the guys, you know, sorry, ladies, if there's any listening or to them, but, you know, when that's real. Because, and at the same time, even some of us who grew up around, like, you know, like our mothers and our mothers' friends and stuff like that, we grew up around a lot of women and females in them as well. Like, and I mean, some of the females and stuff we grew up around when we was kids, they used to... Cr- you know, crack jokes with us and all that, and oh, where you going to meet girls? I'll make sure you got your, if you, you get, make sure you wear your, your, your protection if you go, you know, the whoopsie whoopsie. Right. It was like, certain shit to us was like, you know, not like a taboo or whatever, but at the same time, it was like, you know, we didn't have. That's no, less important shit. Yeah. yeah. We didn't have none of that. So, um, and you know, you get to a certain age, that's, you, then you get the older, some of your older comies or the dudes they say, oh, you know, shit, they're gonna put you, you know, we got a move, we go, you know, go meet some girls right. to rule, you know. And I mean, shit don't change. I still see the young dudes cruising the streets now, picking up young girls or that shit. It's like, but at the same time, it's the same thing. And, you know, 
sometimes it's just a level of focus and and stuff like that as well and um or even if you go focus on a, on a woman to say you want her to be serious in your life focusing on the right one or even just having um a bit more jewels on the signs of the right one you know what i mean or the signs right. of, a, of a good one who's more even serious because one of the things i spoke about before i feel especially with a lot of guys like black males and stuff especially that i know myself and ones that I know of grew up like with their mothers and stuff mainly they have a not like a false image of women in some aspect where you end up putting women on a pedestal and it's like I don't think they should be put on a pedestal like that I think deservingly so like anybody but not just like that I don't put, I'm putting on a pedestal the most high God and um I ain't gonna put no woman before God you know so um but anyway I digress like I think a lot of guys yeah. like that, they put women on the pedestal. So what happens is we meet women and we want to impress them or we want to make sure they go. You know, we got all this emphasis on sort of making sure they needs and certain things are met or they don't, you know, feel. But and then you know, we, we there's a lot of stuff we still don't know about them. You know what I mean? Right, right. And so I'll even add on to your point, which is to say that your sexual and your creative energy. Is the same exact source of energy. It's the same. So show you right. Be yeah. Be be very careful on what you use that energy on because if you use all of your energy for the sexual things, then it's like you know you have nothing to be creative with. So a big part of that, especially when you're young, your energy is flowing. Put your energy into things that are going to be productive to you, you know, and productive in the end because. Like you said, it's gonna be women around regardless. Like you said, the same stuff that you was doing when you was younger is the same stuff that men is doing today. So that just shows that nothing has changed. And nothing has changed. So, the game, the game don't change much, you know. So yeah, we're giving, we're giving so, them this for free right now. So they're lucky for the game to be sold, not to be told. But they don't worry, it's all good. They can get it on the hood therapy. <laughs> man, that's what we here for, man. We got the information, so it's only right we spill it. Yep. But, um, but yeah, no, I was just saying that. Uh, yeah, go ahead. No, go ahead. I'll, I'll I'll touch on the point after, but go ahead. Oh no, I was just I was just saying um it's all it's all about um using your energy correctly because like you said the same the same stuff that younger uh, the same stuff that you was on when you were younger so the younger dudes doing now so that just goes to show that putting your putting your energy into something that's beneficial right now is going to be way better for you in the long run because like the women gonna always be around the sex always gonna be around you know etc cetera, etc cetera. but at the same time though you got to be willing to put that 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 energy into not only you but what you think is important what you think is going to be here in 10 years 20 years yeah that good feeling to be here in you know two minutes but shit, you know, I mean, yeah. now nah, you ain't even gonna be thinking about it you're gonna be trying to get another one well there you go being up in that gonna feel good but like you said um once that's done, then or once you burn out, most of them, if they ain't that real one, they gone. Nah, I'm telling you. So they, you know, once you burn out, they ain't hanging around. This ain't no um, till death do us part. <laughs> nah. They looking for a new pot that what? They about to throw you on the dusty shelf, man. So um, it's okay, a, it's, it's, it's kind of a game you got not to play. But like you said, you touched on a brilliant point. I don't want to bring it back to that. Because, um, you know, it's no coincidence 
And you know, there's a fine line, man. We can look at Fela Kuti from Africa, you know, famous artist. Um, we could look at Rick James. We can look at, you know, many artists and many are creative. There's a high link between, you know, you can still be highly creative and highly sexual. So, um, you know, but it's, 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 it's like burning the candle both ends. So, because you can still be highly creative, but when you be highly creative, it brings up that energy too. So a lot of um, highly creative people are generally highly sexed in that as well, but some of these things they don't really understand. But another thing I was going to tie into that is just when we're talking about even just raising up, you know, energy raising, kundalini raising, um, the crystal soil, any of these things of this nature, even abstaining from sex for a, a good period of, and, and it go deep because you can abstain for a period, but if you think about it all the time, it don't count. That's why Christ said, as a man thinketh, so is he, you get me? So you can go without sex, but it don't mean that you're raising up the, the, the energy on those levels because you're not in the right mind of thinking. But my point is, right. th this shit goes so deep that for the most part, the higher you get, and, you know, I'm going to go on some um, metaphysics kind of a cult type-ish right now, but, um, you know, most people's high science of, of thinking or evolutionary teaching ties in with immortality and ties in with um, reaching a certain level in the mind and, you know, opening up certain portals and things of that nature. Now, some say that when you get to that point or you're a point above that, that's where you, you, you great tests and stuff come in. And after those tests will come in the opposite. If you're a guy, that test might come in a female. You know, so you could be with somebody who's potentially sent to drain you of that energy because you're so close to reaching your highest peak. Now, ain't that something to think about? <laughs> Man, discernment and intuition, that's crazy. Mm. That is so crazy, man. You know, yeah. and it ain't, it, ain't, it ain't all easy as people think, like, um, and these things come in undetectable forms, man, so on. Um, you know, so, and this is the thing, it's like we said, if you're sent out into a world with limited or not much, even foundational understanding of some of these wider aspects of even just um, sexuality, romance, intimacy, relationships, whatever we want to call it, then, you know, sometimes you can just be there as a victim of prey even to others because everything got its nature. Like some people are more vampiric by nature. Some people are more animalistic by nature. Some people are more uh, barbaric in nature, you know. <laughs> some people are more deceptive and, and, you know. And then there's a lot of pluses too. I, I know I mentioned a lot of negative shit there. But my point is, some people, they willfully, they out here to, to kind of play those roles and do these things, you know. Right. Right. And it's like, there's nothing that we can do. All we can do is protect ourselves from these people. That's legit all you can do. But that's it. Yeah. Um, nah, bro, I definitely appreciate you for coming out, bro. Uh, You're going to have me thinking all day today, I, I promise you. Yeah, man, we touched on some good topics. Um, I know we screwed around the main thing. We kept it around marriage, which was um the main sort of the mentality of marriage, you know. So um, I think we explored quite a few variants around that. So um, I'm happy that you gave me the time to even speak on this, and, um, which I appreciate because 
you know, I don't just want to talk on my own platforms and stuff too. That's great. But um, I appreciate being um, giving me the opportunity to bless with your audience and stuff as well. And, um, and even just connect, have this conversation, as you said, even earlier in the beginning, just bring in, you know, everybody got a different mentality. Everybody got a different upbringing, but we're, you know, we're in essence coming from two different sides of the world in a sense, but we're bringing conversation together. That's, not just important for ourselves, but even for younger generations of of guys and, and people, period. So um peace to uh, the hood therapy podcast, you know? Right. Right, definitely. And same with you, bro. Um with the show that we did. Like I say, if y'all interested in the show, I'm gonna definitely link it in the bio. Definitely appreciate you having me on the show for I'm diary of retired black man and I feel every time that we communicate it's always a, a spark that goes off so that's pretty awesome but um what if, if if the people looking for you where can they find you at yeah i mean we got the the official website which is www.boutthatonline.com and that's b-o-u-t-d-a-t about that dot t-h and all that ish but um you know otherwise myself i'm on the social media funds and neutron that's at Funzy Neutron on, you know, Facebook, Twitter, IG. Same about that. You can find us on the, the Diary of a Tired Black Man podcast. You can find that on the website, aboutthatonline.com, or you can find it officially, you know, and importantly, powered by Anchor FM. So, um, and Anchor do a beautiful job getting it on Spotify and all the other digital outlets and stuff. Right. Yeah, definitely. And, where can they um, find uh, the music at? I know you said you were dropping music too. Yeah, I mean, we got some music out right now. I just dropped a new title, single, um, So Much Trouble in the World, the video coming soon. So um, you can find that on Spotify. You know, even if you type Fonzie Neutron in Google, you're going to get, you know, you should get a drop down of all the, the latest projects and releases and a lot more music and stuff to come. Um, we've got a re-release single coming called Black Lives Matter you know, dedicated to George Floyd and memory and stuff and um and Maud Aubrey and Eric Garner and countless others, man. You know, we I'm trying to get a little slideshow video or something made up right now with um you know the right sort of images just to make sure it's you know it's a sort of visual that people can see. So um yeah man no, that's cool. That's all out there man. That's cool man. That's cool. And I'm definitely gonna have to um keep in touch with you, man, because you have a lot of, you're doing a lot, and there's a lot of good stuff that you're doing as far as the community, not not only with the music, but with the podcast as well, so we definitely gonna have to join forces again uh, when it comes to not only podcasting, but, you know, getting some ventures going. Oh, definitely, man, we lent, man, and, um, and that's why it's all about connecting with the family here, you know, about that is the UK-US sort of network, so um, we networking, man, and we we interact together, we're going to connect on more stuff in the future. Definitely. Yeah, and um, if y'all interested in connecting with me, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at be from Israel. Um, and yeah, bro, Alfonso, I definitely appreciate you for sliding again, bro. Um, like I said, I'm going to have to get you back on here because I enjoy the conversation. I'm sure the audience will enjoy, enjoy another one too. Yeah, man, anytime, man. You already know. All right, man. Well, thank you for tuning in, everybody, and we will see you all in the next one. Peace. Peace. <laughs>